0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Infinity Bros Podcast. I am Isaac Edlin, I'm your host, and I have one Infinity Bro with me, Jarrett. Hello Jarrett. Hey, how's it going? Doing great. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing awesome. I gotta watch uh, one of my favorite movies again, so cannot hey. complain.
0: There we go. And today we are coming to you with a very special mini Uh We are doing a... I guess, it is it a time stone? It's not really a time stone because it's only whatever. I guess it is like 18 years old. That's kind of old. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess this probably would qualify as a time stone. It's a time stone review of the classic animated (laughs) movie, Spirited Away. So uh, we're very excited about this, uh, Jarrett in particular. Uh, I have like zero experience in anime, so this is – this is coming from a uh, basically clean slate, a very interesting perspective. For me and the fans'
1: sake, other than this movie, have you seen another Studio Ghibli film?
0: No. Nope. This is my oh, first wow. one. Yeah. Wow. My very first. It's Ghibli, right? G?
1: Yeah. Um, th- It's it's one of those things like GIF or JIF. The internet's kind of unsure.
0: Yeah. It's It's up in arms on the internet.
1: I think people get less mad about that than like how people get upset about GIF or JIF. But I've always gotcha. said Studio Ghibli, and I think that's the one most people use. But you'll find. Do people you say who are GIF like, or JIF? Um, I say JIF because oh, the guy who invented you're one of those GIFs. Guys. Here, here's the thing. Okay, so <laughs> we're gonna get off topic for just a second, but bear with us. Uh, it's graphics interchangeable format. So in theory, it should be GIF, right? Right. But the inventor of GIFs says that it's a soft G. So he says GIF.
0: I mean, you you have solid basis for that argument, but everybody else that I've talked to that says GIF does not have a solid basis for an argument. So, <laughs> so all right. I'll, I'll grant you that one. Uh, well, again, so we're going to be doing a Timestone review of the movie Spirited Away. But first, we wanted to get into a segment of... Get to know an Infinity Bro. So, Jarrett, uh, the thing that we want to talk about today is, what is your first memory of your first animated film? I guess it doesn't have to be animated, but I I just kind of assume that most people's first memories of films are animated. Um, But, yeah, what is the first memory of your first film? Oh, man.
1: Okay, so I prepared for the first memory of... The first animated film, I'm trying to think of what oh, my first okay. memory in general is. It might be like I think it's probably like Waterworld or Days of Thunder. Um, which are like if you know if you've ever met my dad, which I know you haven't, Isaac, but maybe somebody <laughs> no. listening to this has. Those are like those are like Jim Curtis films hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Um they just define who he is as a yeah,
1: person. Absolutely. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. I think the first animated one I watched though was an American tale with Fievel. That was Oh like,
0: my gosh, dude. That's a okay. Great movie. <laughs> that is an amazing movie. And I'm, I'm not even joking. That was one that came to my mind when I thought of this. I am not even joking. Like that is, that's one that was watched a lot in our, in our household growing up. Dude, that is, that's awesome. That's a good, I movie. love that. That's a solid movie. It is movie. such a good movie. And like the, 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 the thing, uh, oh my gosh, that was a string of a lot of words <laughs> right, that I'm going to have Max edit out. Uh, <clears throat> the thing that really gets me every time I watch that movie is Jimmy Stewart as the as the dog sheriff. Mm-hmm. Like I listen to him and I'm like, this movie is fantastic. I love so this good. movie. So <laughs> it's so good. It's so stinking good. Uh, but for me, I think the first one I remember watching probably has to be um, The Lion King. And that, that one is a little bit later of, for me, like, I think it was, it came out in 94, 95. So it was already um, probably four or five years old at the time. Mm-hmm. So I probably watched a, a bunch of movies before then. But that's the first one that I vividly remember. Um, also, another one that I I very much remember watching, especially at my grandma's house, was Snow the Disney, like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I remember watching that one a lot. Even though I like watch that one now with my kids, and I'm like, wow, this one was boring, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what I found interesting about that movie back in the day. But, but for some reason, it was, a, it was also a popular one at uh, Grandma's house for us. So, side question on top of that. What is the first movie that you saw in the theater, in the movie theater?
1: So, my first memory of a movie theater isn't what you're picturing for a movie theater. Um, we were stationed at Mountain Home Air Force Base in Idaho and they had this drive-in movie theater. And I, the first movie I ever remember watching at a, at a movie theater is Men in Black. And I was so excited <laughs> to stay awesome. up for that movie. Um, and there was like, I remember it was freezing cold and everybody was passed out in the backseat because my sister just crashed hard and i was like every single second of this film was was just baby Jarrett was just going nuts cuz
0: i was like <laughs> yeah aliens
1: <laughs> cool guns like
0: <laughs> so how old are you let's see when was men in black that was that was mm, late 98, 90s 98 99 I think wow I'm yeah so you ago. were that that's probably not the first one you went to that's the first one you remember that's the first one right? i remember yeah. yeah okay gotcha all right so uh, along that note uh i i was told that the first movie I ever went to was Lion King as well.
1: Oh, uh, but go. the first
0: one I remember was Monsters Incorporated. So that one is a little bit later as well. Wow, but I we, remember.
1: Hold on. When was, did Monsters Incorporated come out? Cause that I feel was like,
0: like that was already early two thousands, maybe as well. That's uh, 2001.
1: That's the same year as Spirited Away.
0: Dang, dude. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I remember like, so we had a, a in, in our hometown, Crookston, Minnesota, we have a theater that has been running uh, for, like, over 100 years. I don't remember the, what the exact number is, but it's been going for a really long time. And they had the, when I was that age, they had the original, like, balcony still. And th- they never opened it up because it was, like, old and, like, breaking down and, like, really nasty but I remember for that movie, they had so many people there that they opened up the balcony for people to go sit up oh, wow. in the balcony, which is weird because I don't remember there being a lot of hype for Monsters, Inc. Me neither, but, but I guess. I, apparently, <laughs> there was. I I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's the first one I remember um, going to uh, in the movie theater. So cool, man. Uh, that's so funny that Men in Black was the first one that you remember. I love that. I definitely was not as uh, as mature as you at, at that age. I was definitely <laughs> watching more animated movies. <laughs>
1: I don't know if time. it was maturity or if it was like my dad was like, "Hey, I really want to watch this movie, so I'm just gonna <laughs> drag my kids along." But that no, awesome. I I think like as weird as it is, the thing I remember the most of about that movie, even like as an adult, obviously there's like really iconic scenes and uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio just going nuts in that movie, but for some reason the introduction, you know how they always had the credits at the beginning where they would show all the casting crew like right away. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was this dragonfly like flying on the highway and for some reason that is like my most vivid memory of any movie ever is like I can picture really? every turn that dragonfly makes. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, man.
0: Man, good times, good times. Uh so yeah, there's a lot of movies that have a pretty big influence on people and this movie that we're talking about today has a, had a, a large impact on a lot of people, not me, because this is the first time I watched it, but uh, a lot of people even consider this uh, Spirited Away like their favorite animated movie or the greatest animated movie of all time. So uh, I I was really excited to watch it. Again, you know, like I have basically zero experience with anime. Um, my only thing that I've watched that's even close has been... Uh, the Avatar uh, series that I just started watching on Netflix, literally just started watching that too. Like I i am nice. like a complete noob to all nice. things anime. So, um, so yeah, it was definitely a different experience <laughs> for sure. Um, so we're just going to go over a little bit of uh, specs here. Uh, this was spirited away was uh, an animated film created by, okay, you're going to have to help me out with some of these names. Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, Jared. There you go, Miyazaki, and uh, that that was uh, by Studio Ghibli. In, this came out in the U.S. in 2002. I believe in, in Japan it came out in 2001, the year previous. Um, and it came out to, like, just everybody, everybody loved it. And the film itself grossed over, like, 352 million worldwide, which I saw that number, and I was I was pretty impressed because at the time – that's a very impressive number for an animated film. Like that's yeah,
1: absolutely
0: very impressive, and uh, um, yeah, man. So, so just gonna read a little bit of a synopsis here. Um, Spirited Away tells the story of Chihiro o- o- Ogino, a ten-year-old girl who, while moving to a new neighborhood, enters the world of kami 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 kami, kami spirits of uh, Japanese Shinto folklore. After her parents are turned into pigs by the witch Yubaba, uh, Chihiro takes a job working in Yubaba's bathhouse to find a way to free herself and her parents and return to the human world. So, uh, Jarrett, I'm going to let you go ahead and go first. Um, man, so when, when was the first time you saw Spirited Away? Was this when you were a kid?
1: Yeah, um, so I had this, I had this friend and i'm trying to remember where we lived at the time i think i think we were living in utah and he introduced me to this stuff and i was like at first i was like oh cool these are kid movies and um (laughs) as you can tell from this one this is actually a little more tame than some of the other like studio ghibli movies but wow um, okay there's some like really adult stuff in these movies right and i remember even as a kid i was like wow there's I felt like there's so much more going on than I even realized with these movies. Oh yes, I knew I yes. liked them, but I liked them more for the art than the storytelling. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like I, I didn't lose that luster. I think I still watch these movies and I'm like, wow, these are breathtakingly gorgeous. Yes, yeah, but,
0: very beautiful. I was thinking that the whole time I watched that movie, I was like, like every scene that comes by, like this is just beautiful, really, really awesome is. art.
1: So yeah, it's it's. I can't remember exactly the first time I saw it, but I was in elementary school for sure. And um, yeah, it just stuck with me. And then I kind of fell out of it for a while. And then when I was in college, um, one of my buddies, Devin, was like, hey, do you like these Studio Ghibli movies? And I said no originally, because I was like, like, no, I don't think I've ever seen them. And then we watched Spirited Away and I'm like, oh no, I super have seen these movies. Um, And then I realized like there was this whole genre that I had seen one or two of that I didn't realize was more full than that. I think the first two I saw was this one in princess Mononoke. Um, Since then, obviously I've seen them all and, or maybe I I think I saw Howl's moving castle as well back then, but um, yeah, man, these, and they stuck with me. I think these are like incredible storytelling in a way that you just don't get here in the States.
0: Yeah, that is definitely for sure. like, I mean, just watching it one time and of course I watched it obviously as an adult, but watching it one time, I was like, Oh man, I, I might have to watch this again to kind of get the whole picture and just like grasp everything that's going on in this movie, because there is just a ton of things that you don't, sometimes you don't catch on that first viewing. So, Um, but man, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, So we're going to go through, I mean, this is, already almost a 20 year old movie so I'm not going to give a spoiler warning but if you haven't seen it and you want to and you don't want to get spoiled we probably shouldn't listen to the rest of this podcast because we're going to probably be talking about a lot of things that are happening in the movie so just a little uh, sub spoiler warning so Jarrett why don't you give us just straight out of the gate give us your rating and then tell us why that is your rating
1: yeah, this is a hard six out of six. Um, I think there's there's some nuance and subtlety into the different storylines that are going on here. And it's in a lot of American storytelling, there is a thing that they're trying to get across, right? Like there is a narrative message that they're trying to get. Whereas something like this, Spirited Away, has so many different messages that it's pushing at the same time that I think every single time I've watched this, I've picked out something different from it. And when I, when I look for a movie that's rewatchable, obviously it has to be entertaining, right? And you can say without a doubt that this is entertaining because of the way that it's, it's just drawn so incredibly gorgeous. And there's things going on in the background and just the way that they depict everything that there's always something new to catch your eye. But there's also that layer of storytelling where you, you can see this five or six times. And the seventh time you've picked up a whole new storyline that you weren't following before. And so, for me, this is a hard six out of six. That
0: is actually something that I was going to touch on. Man, for the first, like, probably 30 minutes or 45 minutes in this movie, I have no idea where it's going. I'm like, I don't... Usually, in American animated movies, you can pretty much tell the direction of the movie in the first 15 or 20 minutes of the movie, right? Like, you kind of know where it's going. Even if you there's some twists in there and you don't really know... Exactly how they're going to get to the point at the end, you kind of know which direction they're heading. This one, I felt like I had no idea where it was it's going. Not predictable
1: at all. <laughs> I,
0: it's just not predictable <laughs> yeah, at dude. all, and it kind of kept me going that whole the whole time. I was like, it kept me interested because I just I had no idea where this movie was going. So yeah, man, I I definitely agree with that um that it's definitely a different style of storytelling obviously you know it's a different different culture that it comes from and man it it was kind of like a breath of fresh air uh from watching just your typical animated movie so um i will say that this this movie for me um is a five out of six and i think that's more to my uh inexperience in anime movies it was it was a weird movie, honestly. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in there that I was like, what is going on here? Like, this is crazy right now. But it didn't detract from the storyline enough to, like, knock it down to a bad movie. It was still fantastic. The art was amazing. And the just the journey that um, Chihiro goes on throughout this whole movie, like, going from this very, like, timid, scared girl to being very like strong and independent and like basically getting herself out of that that whole situation was just really really cool and again the storytelling is is amazing um but jared why don't you tell us what you're like one part of the movie that has made an impact on you um beyond just the whole like film in general like a, a specific part
1: yeah I think okay, if I'm gonna pick out a specific part, I think the way that um, son or uh, Shihiri the way that she treats um, uh, what is his what the stink ghost or whatever, the fact that like, okay there's and this is what I'm talking about when I say like this is so layered. Um, I didn't even pick up on this probably the first five or six times I've watched this movie, but this most recent time that I watched it, um, I noticed that she doesn't, after she's told the first time not to cover her face because it's disrespectful to him, um, yeah. she doesn't do that. Like, she's not, even though it's clearly depicted that, like, he's disgusting. Like, everything <clears throat> about him right. is disgusting. She treats yeah. him with the respect that she believes he deserves. And it's because of that and because of the fact that she's willing to work so hard in spite of the fact that, you know, this is somebody that should be perceived as disgusting she right. ends up saving him and, and pulling the bike out of him. And, you know, she says, oh, there's a thorn in right. the side. And if, if she was like anyone else in the bathhouse, right? If she didn't have this kind heart and willing to look past this very gruff exterior, she wouldn't have been able to achieve her goal of, you know, one, cleaning him up, but two, also receiving the gift from him that ultimately right. ended up um, saving No-Face. I mean, it was... I know, like, I'm getting into more extended stuff, but I remember just, like, it's one of those things that I I reflect on as not just a person, but in like my own Christian values that like, sometimes you have to do hard things. And sometimes even if you don't want to do those hard things, you still have to do them with a respectful attitude and you're rewarded for that. And, And I always think back to that scene in the bathhouse where she's like, she does the hard work that no one else wants to do.
0: Yeah. And I think, uh, two things for me that, that really stuck out. Number one was, uh, kind of along what you said that she like treats like everybody that she meets with respect, which nobody treats her with respect when she's, uh, when she's, you know, going through this whole like spirit world, like everybody's treating her like trash basically. But each person that she comes across uh, the stink monster and no face and uh, like everybody, uh, even, even the, <laughs> I forget Yubaba's uh kids name, the baby, like, Mm, she, yeah. you know, has that interaction with him and, and he is obviously like doesn't like her, but when he's turned into a rat, she like accepts him as, you know, like a friend, basically, which I mean a lot of people that uh that were in her shoes might not have done because he was not nice to her, you know? Yeah, he so was ready to break her arm off. Right. Like was he was like, oh, yeah, he was ready to <laughs> Exactly. Uh so it's just so cool to see how she like just interacts with everybody and just treats everybody with respect. So that was my number one, and my number two is like this. This uh, it's interesting that this is something that is really not touched on in in American media that much. Uh, but like the idea of gluttony. Mm-hmm. like just kind of it's throughout the the movie like you know right away in the movie um her parents are are turned into pigs because they were like eating all the food and she was like guys we shouldn't be doing this like we should you know find who is in charge and like pay them and blah 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 and her parents just keep eating because the food looks so good which it does look amazing i i will give them that but it like they just keep eating and they keep you know, stuff in their faces and eventually they're turned into pigs. And then later, um, the same with, uh, no face when, when he's like offering everybody gold and they're like taking it and he's just getting more and more and more. And, you know, it obviously like completely engulfs him and takes him over. Um, and it's just, it's just so interesting to me that it kind of like this movie is kind of speaking against gluttony, which is like a theme that you, you, don't see like anywhere almost which is just interesting so those are two parts that really were they stuck out to me for sure um well Jarrett, it's been uh it's been a pretty fun quick episode but uh you have anything else you want to say about spirited away and and what would you say to somebody who has never seen it such as myself before this episode uh to get them to watch this movie
1: i think okay so so one thing to understand off the gate and i i I feel like I have to preface each and every person I I introduce this genre to. Uh There's like some cultural and genre differences that are a little uncomfortable at first. And like bear with that. There's some storytelling stuff. And like even the way that some of the characters are depicted, like the turnip ghost, right? Is like Mm -hmm. bucket naked. You can see his nipples, (laughs) right? He's just got this little cloth covering and that's it. Um, Yep if you can stomach some of those more like bizarre things, there's a lot of messages behind this that like, so perfect example, you just talked about, you know, there's this whole theme of like the seven deadly sins, which they don't explicitly talk about, but like you see gluttony, you see greed, you see pride. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's this whole message of lust with the women at the bathhouse. Um, And there's even this undertone of like, she's supposed to represent youthfulness and like this new ideology, uh, in Japan, whereas the parents are this rampant consumerism. Right. Mm-hmm. And all this is painted on the face of this beautiful story about this girl achieving her dreams. And like, this is beyond like, this is, you know, feminism in a powerful way, because it's not that she's forced to be a hero and she's also a girl. It's that she's just a hero. And like, it doesn't matter that she's a gr- not a boy, it, like there's so much on this that I, I it, truthfully, I know we're a short episode here, but you could spend all day picking apart just this one movie, and oh yeah, absolutely, and, and this is this is one movie. Like I'm telling you, get yes. out there and consume some of the Studio Ghibli stuff. It is fantastic. Yep. Uh, this is top three. I think this is most people's number one, but I think it's number three for me. For me, it goes Howl's oh, okay. Moving Castle is number one. I will always recommend that to anybody. Number two is Princess Mononoke, and this is a, a hard number three.
0: That is awesome. Uh, so me as a as a inexperienced uh, anime, what do they call them, weebs? <laughs>
1: you're not a weeb yet, but yeah, we're getting you. Oh there. no,
0: no, I have a ways <laughs> to go to be a weeb. You're the you're the weebiest of us all, or okay. maybe Zane. Maybe you and Zane are, are the the weeb uh, Infinity Bros. I suppose. <laughs> but uh, so. As a person who has not consumed basically any uh, anime media, I I thought this movie was fantastic. But exactly what you're saying, Jarrett, it just was like kind of a culture shock watching this movie just with kind of a lot of the bizarre um, things you were seeing. It just was kind of like, oh, man, what is going on here? But the storyline that runs throughout this is amazing. So. I would, I would absolutely recommend this movie to anybody, especially if you haven't seen anything, because I thought it was a great introduction to these types of movies, and I can't wait to see more. So, yeah, man, I, I'm super pumped about it. Again, I gave it a 5 out of 6 just because I think that it was a little bit shocking watching this uh, this movie with all the strange and interesting uh, things that were going on, but I think there's definitely room for it to to grow into a six if if I start consuming more of this uh these these types of media so definitely room definitely room to grow I'm I'm really excited to check out Howl's Moving Castle since it's your number one so I
1: will say this okay so if you weren't a fan of Hayao Miyazaki before so just a quick explanation of how this worked back in you know the late nineties early two thousands in order to produce this in America. They ended up, um, I believe they went through Disney at the time. And if if you know anything about Hollywood, it was Harvey Weinstein who was the guy who was in charge of bringing these to the American market. Now, we know a lot about Harvey (laughs) Weinstein now. Um, But him and Miyazaki, like, constantly butted heads and were clashing. And he, he thought he was, like, an aggressive and very rude man. And one of the things that he wanted to do is he wanted to cut up these different stories and really Americanize them. Um, and, and some of that would have been like cutting out these more uncomfortable or awkward scenes that you in the American market aren't used to. But like some serious story stuff would have been left on the cutting room floor as well. And so absolutely, like yeah. in, a, in a total like baller move, Miyazaki sent Harvey Weinstein a katana with the words no cuts engraved on the boy <laughs> like this dude is a baller wow. to the nines he man is he's a baller, like, man out there
0: that is fantastic oh, that is so great and i mean it obviously like speaks to the greatness of of his studio studio ghibli i mean everybody hi- has uh, such high regard for all those studio ghibli movies so that is that is pretty awesome well Jarrett, it's been a fun episode um do you have anything else to say to the Infinity Bros. universe about uh, about the uh, anime film Spirited Away?
1: This movie is awesome. Go watch it right now. Um, don't watch it with kids. I know that's weird because I just <laughs> said, like, I watched this, you know, when I was a kid, but like, maybe watch it by yourself first and then you as a parent can decide. Because I know right. we have a lot of uh, people who listen to us who are Christians. So watch it yeah. with your kids first and then if you feel comfortable, show it to them. But man, this movie is great. Check it out.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Definitely watch this movie. Yeah, might be a good idea to watch it yourself just so you can kind of have an idea of what you're in for and what your kids are in for and help them kind of understand what's going on in the film a little bit better. But, man, definitely a highly recommended movie from the Infinity Bros. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, we think what did he say after that? I don't don't even remember. (laughs)
1: Thank you for listening to the Infinity Bros podcast. (laughs) The only podcast that is perfectly balanced, as all things should be. We love you 3000. Bye.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.